Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Baseball Together podcast, baseball family. For those of you new to the show, we are here to raise money for the nonprofit organization Called Up, whose mission is to give disadvantaged young ballplayers the equipment they need to play the game we all love. We also want to unite communities by improving or rebuilding baseball facilities in areas suffering economic or environmental hardship. At this time, you can support by purchasing t-shirts and other baseball-related apparel and accessories from 9plusus.com. 10% of all these sales go to the cause. Again, that's 9plusus.com. The number 9, P-L-U-S-U-S dot com. 9plusus.com. We hope you enjoy this episode of the Baseball Together podcast brought to you by 9plusus. Welcome to this episode of the Baseball Together podcast, Baseball Family. I am Brad, and you know, I thought I was going to have to pull Brig out of a hole this morning because I thought the Yankees were going to lose Friday night. But (laughs) he is here, and he's ready to go. (laughs) It's a a new day. It's a new day. A new day. New day. (laughs) Big Maple. That's right. You know, he did a lot better than I thought he would. I just expected the Yankees to kind of roll over last night, but... We'll get into that more later. All right. Um, I want to start with something today. We're going to get into some current events, but the first thing I want to do is, um, Brig, do you know what this is? <laughs> this yeah. is this is my tinfoil hat. I'm going to yeah. put my tinfoil hat on. If anybody else has one, go ahead and put it on. Brig, put why don't on you get your yours and put hat. it on? Yeah. <laughs> Here, we'll, we'll put one on you too. Thank you. There we go. All right. I have a, I have a conspiracy theory I want to throw at everybody. Tell me I'm ridiculous if you want. That's fine. I don't care. But the umpiring has been really, really good this postseason for the most part. I mean, there's been a few, there's been a few calls, but there's going to be. Um, but other than that, I feel like the balls and strikes have been pretty much on the money. Like, really, really good. Yeah, I especially game three of the a the ALCS. Yeah, that was fantastic. I feel like that there was, was not a single missed, not one strike ball or strike, not one. And it got me thinking. I wonder if Major League Baseball is kind of pulling one over on us and using robot umps and not telling us. Yeah. <laughs> and now we just have this appreciation for uh, quality balls and strikes, and uh, and we don't know it, but. Yeah, because I mean, we don't we don't see the umpires wearing earpieces, right? But they could easily, what, have an earwig? Oh yeah, totally. Instead of instead of like an ear an uh, an AirPod, like we saw on that on that photo a few <laughs> months ago. Right, right. So, I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, I think it's a possibility. I don't know if it's really a thing. It's probably not. But that was something I thought of. Yeah. What do you think, Brick? Yeah. I think uh, when you texted me was really funny my wife and I were sitting watching the game and you know I was I was watching but Tiffany was paying attention and she she looks right. over and goes hey this umpire is amazing how is this possible <laughs> and I turned to her and I said you're so hot right now <laughs> <laughs> she said shut up no look he's he hasn't missed a single call he's absolutely perfect and I went, uh-huh. okay, what? <laughs> <laughs> and the, then we the thing that blew my attention. mind was there were calls that were like edge of the plate stuff that oh, guys would miss either way, stuff. and everybody yeah. would be okay with it. But he was crushing it. Yeah, he was he killing was. it. Well, it was funny because as soon as you, or as soon as my wife said that, and we started watching, not three minutes <laughs> later, you texted me. You're like, Look, bro. I'm like, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, my wife yeah, beat I... you to the you're so hot right now. Come back. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine was probably a little less hot and more just like, 
<laughs> but no, I I I wouldn't put it past him, honestly. And I, I would, wouldn't either. That's a, that's something Manfred would do. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yes, that's how I feel too. <laughs> and you know what? It sped up the game. It was I I can't imagine like beforehand if we find out that there wasn't a robo ump there, that'd be fine too, but felt like right. the pace of the game was pretty quick. Um and mm-hmm. nobody argued anything. And I don't know. It was just felt really clean. Yeah, that's the thing too. Is nobody was arguing. It's not like it's not like they were getting those borderline calls and then being like, uh, everybody seemed okay with it. Yeah. So maybe the players know. Maybe everybody knows who's inside, who's in the machine. Right. Um, but they're just not telling the public. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. It is possible. Yeah. I don't know, but. What do you guys um, think? Yeah, let us know. Let us let me Listeners. know if I'm completely off base and crazy on this. Yeah. Or if maybe I'm on to something. I don't know. Do, 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 do. <laughs> but speaking of robot arms, they are using them in the Arizona Fall League yes. this year. Right. And um and they're not completely immune to arguing balls and strikes we found out this week. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> there's a Giants prospect, his name is Jacob Hayward. Um, he got tossed for arguing balls and strikes with, with the robot umpire. Um, there is a video. I'll see if there, I can find a way to put it on, on the group on Facebook. Um, because this pitch, I'm serious, was filthy. It was a nasty pitch and it was a strike. Uh, what it was, it was a breaking ball that, and honestly, it had such a sharp break on it that it hit the lower corner of the zone and then ended, and then the catcher caught it at his ankles. That's how steep the break was on that pitch. Wow. And so he got rung up, and as he's walking away, he said something like, are you kidding me? And I don't know if he was saying, are you kidding me, to the pitch because it was filthy, or if he was saying, you're kidding me, to the robot ump. But he got run, and he wasn't happy about it because he felt like his outburst wasn't really uh, that big. Yeah. And I, I agree with him. It wasn't really that big of a deal, but it, it could just be a case of a sensitive umpire. Um, but Robots have sensitive... There could- Feelings, we, <laughs> Brad. Brad, does that mean that the is this the rise? Who's making these robot umpires? Is it Skynet? <laughs> Could be. Maybe the maybe the um the robot umpire said and the umpire is here. Run him. Run him. <laughs> <laughs> Throw him out if you want to live. <laughs> Hit the showers. <laughs> It'd be more like, get to the shower. Yeah, the, more like that, I yeah. think. <laughs> That's fantastic. But this is something that I was actually surprised by because one of your big arguments with the robot umpires was fan experience and seeing guys arguing balls and strikes. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe, maybe we'll still see guys arguing balls and strikes. Right. They'll be like, are you kidding me? Check that machine. It's broken. That machine is broken. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> but, but I saw this and I was like, huh, somebody got tossed for arguing balls and strikes against a robot. Yeah. So we could still see it. That's good. But, I like that. But I think overall, based on what we're what we were just talking about with the possibility of robot umpires in the playoffs, yeah. and then this, I don't think anything would really change other than a consistent strike zone. Right, which has an impact on pace of play. Now, if if the tinfoil hat mm-hmm. scenario is true, it did feel smooth and yeah. click and yeah, it at did. a clipped pace. You know, which I I appreciate it. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I I really liked it, and that's kind of been my thing about this all along is that it would make the game move faster, be a lot smoother. Yeah, and I'm all about that. All about yep. that. No, me too. Let's go ahead and, and we'll take our tinfoil hats off. Okay. We'll put them away. Right. For now, maybe we'll get them out another day. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But for now, I saw this story yesterday and I texted it to you. Um, oh, this is crazy, you guys. It is crazy. I don't know who saw this. This was I found this on my score app. And unfortunately, they're so locked down with like wanting to create a community on that app that I can't share it to the Facebook group. I'll see if I can find it 
somewhere to share it to the group because this is I've this got is it. insane. I've got it on baseballamerica.com. Oh, perfect, perfect. I'll put it on the group right now. So the headline says MLB proposes overhaul of lower minor league structure. So this is something that I actually heard about a couple of years ago when I was working with the Orem Owls, the rookie affiliate of the of the Angels. Um, there was an umpire supervisor talking to us, and he said something about how there was uh, a lawsuit from, I don't know, I don't remember if it was um, just a bunch of players got together, if it was the MLBPA, uh, because I don't think the minor league players association, like, I don't think there is a, a union for minor league players, so I don't think they would have filed it. But it was a, a general lawsuit filed about the working conditions, the pay, and the travel in minor league systems. And he told yeah. me, this is coming down, and there's going to be a major shakeup with the minor league system coming. And I thought, you know, maybe 2030 is when we'd see this. But you guys, that was three years ago. <laughs> three years ago, I was told that, and here it comes. Well, and don't forget the and Athletic so, reported, I think, six months ago of a huge expose on player salaries and um, player mm -hmm. treatment stuff like that so this is a conversation that's been going on for a really long time but it's coming to a head mm -hmm. right now yeah the MLB is actually looking at this now because I mean you look at those lower levels like the rookie and the and the low A yeah those players are pretty much treated like cattle yeah no it's true um, so Brig, you, you seem to make a little bit more sense of this than I did. Why don't you go ahead and, and give a little rundown on it? Okay. What they're going to do, what they're proposing to do is realigning all of minor league baseball. That will take mm -hmm. the current 160 team minor league baseball group, 120 teams. Um, they haven't done anything like this even remotely like this for 30 years when they did the negotiation back in 1990. So we're coming up on 30 years. Here's the deal. It has, everything has to do with the player experience. They want to make sure that facilities are up to snuff to develop the players properly. They want to make sure that they can address the pay issue mm -hmm. with the players um, and they want to make sure that they solve the geography problem that with getting players to and from the big league club when they move them around. So what that will end up doing is a wide-scale restructuring. Here are some interesting bullet points. I'll let you read the article. I just posted it on the group. But here are some really interesting bullet points. We're going to lose, I think, 25% of baseball clubs. Minor league, minor, minor league baseball clubs. Yeah, minor league baseball clubs. Yeah, that are just going to go away. Well, and they're they're what, not. They're, this is the thing. They're not just going to. They're not going to just poof disappear. They're just not going to no, be no, affiliated no. with minor league baseball. That's right. And it says what they're going to be is they're going to be called the dream league, and it's going to include undrafted players uh, that right. are trying to break into the into the minor league system. So it's basically going to be an affiliated version of independent ball. Right? That's right. I because, was just going to say that. Yeah, because yeah. right now you've got an independent ball like the St. Saint Paul Saints are probably the most famous independent team. Or the, uh, the Savannah Bananas. Well, that's that's prospect baseball, right? That's Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. College. Yeah. But you've also got the Sugarland Skeeters. That's another independent yeah. league who Roger Clemens pitched for several years ago. Those are probably the most, independent, most famous independent league teams um, that are not affiliated with anybody with Major League Baseball. Um, and it's basically just guys who can't make it into minor leagues or don't want to play minor leagues and they want to play baseball and get a little bit of money for it. Um, yeah. So this would be right. between independent and minor league baseball. So, yep. so there would, there will still be something there with those teams, but they won't be affiliated with minor leagues anyway. Right. Sorry, and ahead. that's, so how this affects you, the fan is there will still be baseball, right? Mm -hmm. But my Greenville drive class, a, affiliate of the Red Sox might not be an affiliate of the Red Sox anymore. Right. Right. Yeah. We'll still play baseball, but the Red Sox probably want to bring their affiliations a lot closer to home. So mm -hmm. they'll be up in new England. Mm -hmm. Um, especially when they just moved the new, they, I think they just are building a new AAA facility in Worcester right now. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's why away from Pawtucket. Yeah. So, which is crazy because the Pawtucket so Sox have been around 
and that AAA affiliate for a long time. Yeah. Same thing with Charlotte Knights, Durham Bulls, Salt Lake Bees. These AAA affiliate affiliate teams are likely going to relocate their AAA affiliation closer to home. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that what that means, but so it's going to be interesting. Here's what I think about this kind of is that so first, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is my Boise Hawks. That's that's a that's a low A club, so they would be yeah, part of the Dream League. Season, right? Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. short season A, so they would be part of the Dream League. But I don't think necessarily. I don't think Salt Lake would necessarily lose the bees. Um, I say that because I, I just use that as an example because I'm closest. Um, I don't think they would necessarily necessarily lose the bees, but they might be like a double A affiliate of the Angels, and then right. Whoever the Angels um, AAA club is, I can't think off the top of my head, but or sorry, their Double A club might be their Triple A club because I'm pretty sure they're in California. Um, yeah. Because they're I've always thought the way that the Mariners did it with the with the Tacoma Rainiers, I always I've always thought that was the way it should have been. Because if the Mariners have a home game, they can call somebody up in AAA that morning. They're only an hour away, so it doesn't take any time for them to get there. Whereas right. flying in from Salt Lake, they've got to go to the airport. They've got to get on the airplane and come down because I don't think they're sending a private jet for those guys. I don't think so. And then what do you do for a car? You know, you're not going to have a club. You drive the car or whatever, you know, especially Uber. Yeah, that's true. Everybody Ubers now. What when the there's a couple of really famous stories about the Yankees AAA. They're in Scranton, Pennsylvania, Scranton, Mm Wilkes-Barre. And the kid took an Uber to Yankee Stadium oh, he one did. time because he got called up. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Didn't he take it from Scranton? He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I do remember that. But <laughs> they dropped him off at the gates. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, that'd but be you know, that'd be quite an Uber bill. Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> that Uber driver he quit for a couple months. But no, I I think that it just makes sense to make things geographically kind of clustered. Um, when I was with the Owls, this was another thing was those guys were getting called up from Orem, Utah to um, Birmingham, Birmingham, uh, Alabama. I don't think it was Alabama. I want to say oh, it was, no, it's like Minnesota. I want to say it's like Arkansas. Right? Yeah, it's and that's a ways. It's that's, a ways. A, that's a ways for those guys to go that, you know, if they need them within a day or two, like I, don't, I wouldn't want to make that drive in a day or two. But then, yeah. if you fly, what those guys, you know, those guys who are like the high draft picks, they all buy a truck with their their signing bonus. So, right. what do you do with that truck? You know, I know the club he wasn't driving it over there. I don't know if they have just <laughs> like some kind of lackey in the front office. They say, "Hey, we need you to go pick up that truck in Orem and take it to Arkansas." <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I I don't know what they do with that. I don't know how all that works. That's that's one of those logistics things that I'm like, this makes so much more sense to have everything close together. Hmm. But the big thing, the big picture of all this, though, is that for those of you who have a AAA team and you're kind of far away from your affiliate, you might be getting bumped down to high A or double A. It's true. You might it might go all the way to class A and the class A teams who are nearby might go all the way up to AAA. So here's Mm -hmm. here's where the money breaks down. Okay, so AAA is valued at 20 million dollars. Double A is at fifteen million, high class A is at ten, low class A is at eight million. Okay, that much. The, huh? the rookie, yeah, the rookie leagues uh, and short season guys are at six million. Okay, so this means, and I'm quoting Baseball America here, that a team moving from low class A to triple A would be asked to pay twelve million dollars to move up, even though they're being told to move up, mm-hmm. and a team moving from AAA to high class A receives a $10 million compensation for the move down. Hmm. That's what their part of the proposal includes. Yeah. So there could be some places losing teams. That be, Well, yeah. That. I mean, how are you yeah. going to come up with $12 million right off the top of your head? Yeah. That's a lot of money. Um, and you know, who knows? Maybe my Boise Hawks will end up being a double A affiliate for the Mariners. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. I'm all on board with this now. I like that. I'll tell you the Greenville Drive team's gonna end up being a Braves affiliate if that's what that's what that's what happens. Yeah, most likely. Yeah, and I mean you probably still end up being a double A team and Yeah, we'll be a double A. 
So who knows? Maybe you'll be a triple A team four hours away. No, because Gwinnett is the triple A team and they're closer. Oh, and they're right there. Yeah. The stripers. The strippers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead yeah, and take this... a quick break and we'll come back and we're going to talk about um, the league championship series and then we're going to get into the World Series. The World Series. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, babe, I'm headed to concessions. Do you want me to grab you something? Yeah, anything, whatever you're getting. Okay, I saw a burger. I'll probably grab that. Mm, no, that doesn't sound good. Okay, I think there's barbecue, probably some nachos. Uh, I don't think I want either of those either. Um, But just get me anything. <sighs> what do you want? Uh, I saw a hot dog earlier. Okay, I can do that. Well, no. Couples may quarrel, but baseball is for lovers. Shop the Lovers Collection at 9plusus.com. Welcome back, baseball family. We are going to talk about the playoffs. The playoffs. Which we love to talk about. And these days, it's happening every day. So it is currently Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Eastern. And we <laughs> let's talk about the ALCS or the NLCS first. Yeah, um, Brad, what do you think of the bananas that was the NLCS? Oh my gosh, the complete domination! <laughs> Holy smokes! So I mean, come on, who saw I that coming? I, I I didn't see it coming like that. I like I I did see I th- I thought the Nats were going to win, but not like that. No, no, I mean, not that like was that. Just, and it's pitching. It's the pitching. I know. We know this. In October, it comes down to pitching. Pitching, and I don't and know why. Ball. Every single year, every single year, when teams are hitting all these home runs in the regular season, we say, "Oh, you know, they might be the ones." No, oh, if you don't have pitching, you don't win in the in the postseason. That's right. And we'll get into that a little bit more later. Oh, we're gonna but, get into man. it. <laughs> You're gonna make me cough. <laughs> but no, I mean, it, you've got you've got Max Scherzer, who's in, I guess you could say, a regular season form because that's where he's at his been at his best recently. Yeah, suddenly, yeah. but man, now he's postseason Scherzer, and then you've got Steven Strasburg, who in 2012, when the Nats are in the playoffs, they're like, oh, you know, we're not gonna. We're going to shut Strasburg down. He reached his pitch count for the season. We're not going to have him pitch in the postseason. Everybody was calling the Nats crazy. Yep. And now here they are, and he's the man. The He's been man. lights out. He is the guy, and he's going to lead them to a potential World Series. Yep. I'm not going to say he's going to lead them to one because of who they're going to have to play. But, man. But they the could. Dudes. They could. And I wouldn't be surprised if they did because – they're probably going to be playing the Astros, and we're going to talk about about that in a couple minutes here. But aren't these teams basically mirror images of each other? Yeah, they are, and it's and we didn't realize that with the Nats until this week. Well, they weren't these Nats until this week. It's true. <laughs> you mean I mean they had the pitching, but they weren't hitting like that. No, and none of nobody can be blamed. Nobody except them. No. <laughs> well, I mean, at, at one point they were what nineteen and thirty one. Yes. It was terrible. Yeah. yeah. It, it was It was like, oh, boy, they didn't have Bryce Harper. Wrong. Yeah. But now it's like, oh, they don't have Bryce Harper. Uh, Bryceless. You know? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Bryceless. The yeah. Bryceless thing was so funny. And you know what? Let it me was. just say to all the Phillies fans listening, we love you. And you're right. The Nats fans are kind of being sore winners about it right now. And that's just how it is. <laughs> right? Like, But I'll go back to what I said last week. The Phillies are going to have the last laugh with Bryce Harper because they're going to make a World Series run here in a couple of years. They so. will, and it'll be fine. It's okay. But you're it's right. Okay. Everybody, Everybody's right. The Nats fans are right to be snooty about it and rubbing it in, and the Phillies fans are right to be you know, waiting and calling them sore winners. Everybody's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. But, yeah, I feel like the pitching and, like you said, the small ball of the Nats yeah. is really the, the big story there. It is. And for some reason the Cardinals just – Poop in the bed. I I don't know what defensively, offensively. It's like they scored all those runs against the Braves. Like, okay, we're good. Let's call it. I have no idea. It's like they. It's I don't know, man. 
<sighs> yeah. It's I have an analogy. An anomaly. An analogy just came to mind that I realized I shouldn't use. That's why I paused there so dramatically. <laughs> <laughs> my editing, my editing filter kicked in and it was like, <laughs> shut it down. Shut it down now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, did you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so I think the Nats, the Nats have done an amazing job. It's like this swan song at this point, and I, mm-hmm. you kind of have to root for the Nats. You just have to. Well, yeah, they're, they're yeah, they're, absolutely. It's root to root for the Nats. I mean, they came in as the underdog, and. And now they're dominant. I don't know what flip switch. They be maybe they're drinking Mike's special drink or something. But maybe they heard us calling them Walgreens. Like we're not Walgreens. I we did call them Walgreens a lot. <laughs> we were referring to them as Walgreens instead of Washington for like the last six episodes or something. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Maybe it pissed them off. I hope it did. I don't know. I just <laughs> am really happy with what I'm seeing. And you know yeah. what? You play like this, yeah. you don't have to be called Walgreens, okay? Yeah. I, was, I had that same thought. I was like, well, I guess we can't call them Walgreens anymore. Nope. Because maybe we'll start calling Walgreens the Nats. Going to go down to the Nats and pick up my prescription. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hey, while you're down at the Nats, can I? Can you get me a Red Bull? <laughs> Absolutely. No, I a Bang Energy. Bang. <laughs> cotton Candy Bang this morning. No, Woo-hoo. not a Cotton Candy Bang. It's so good. Star Blast. Bang. That is a good one. That's the it's best one. one. It's the best one. It's debatable. but <laughs> You're debatable. <laughs> Your mom is debatable. <laughs> <coughs> You're going to get me coughing again. <laughs> so sick. So sick. Oh, man. But anyways. All right. So I think that pretty much sums up the NLCS. Yeah, just lots that, of giggling. <laughs> lots, lots of giggling. Mind's blown. Everything. Pitching's let's amazing. Move on to the, let's move on to the ALCS. All right. So, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> so as of this morning when we're, when we're talking here, um, it's, it's obviously not over, but at the same time, it's, let's be honest. It's, it's not, it's not over, Brad. Yeah, because no, it's not. The Astros have Garrett Cole going tonight. They're not going to lose. I don't care. It's not over till it's over. <laughs> I'm calling it. You call it all but, you want, but it's not over I'm... till it's over. <laughs> okay. All right. You say that. Have you seen um, Henry and Me? No, I need to. Oh my gosh. I haven't had a chance to watch it. That's okay. Ever if you haven't, the movies episode's been a bit on my list. These listeners now, listen, if you haven't seen Henry and Me, go watch it. It's yeah. fabulous, and it's on Amazon. Oh, it is on Amazon? I think it's Prime, yeah. Sweet. I'll add it to my watch list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, Brig, what, what do you think has gone wrong for the Yankees? Oh, geez. Where should I begin? Let's see. <laughs> How much time you got? Yeah. Um, pitching. Uh, offense, um, so defense, certainly in game four. Oh, that defense in game four. Uh, you know, I thought I thought at the end of the game, it, what was it, the top of the ninth inning when Glaber Torres didn't get down on that ball? Yeah. I was like, oof, that's a serious killer right there. Yeah. Eight, I, I put the nail in the coffin right then. Yeah. It's like, yuck. Yuck. So what was, what was so funny, I got to tell you about the – I was listening to the radio broadcast, mm-hmm. and the thing I love about Susan and John, Susan Waldman. Susan Waldman's Street. the best, by the way, if anybody she, who has never listened to a Yankees game. She's the best. She's fantastic. So funny. She's so funny. She's so dry and subtle, and she just will tell you exactly how it is. So at, at one mm-hmm. point, okay, and I, I wrote it down. It was so funny. At one point... John says, well, along with everything else that has befallen the Yanks, it's been an almost four-hour game. And, so, <laughs> and Susan says, huh, takes a lot of time to change a pitcher every inning. <laughs> 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 and, 
And I was like, and that's just defined the whole game for was that it was just this desperate grab, grasping at straws. Nothing was working. Adam Ottavino is now the first player in MLB history to have this much pitching time in the postseason and not record a single out. Yuck. Uh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> that means his, his uh, ERA for this series. Wait, no, you saying for the postseason, right? Just the postseason. His ERA this postseason is infinite. Yeah. He, has ne- <laughs> he doesn't have a single out. Yeah, and if he's given up runs, earned runs, then yeah, his yeah, ERA is has. infinity currently. It sucks. That's so. Ugly. Tiffany calls him Adam Automonopia. <laughs> I like that. That's good. It's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he, uh, none of the pitching, I mean, it, and even our all star bullpen is really not pulling it together like they should. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. And then the bats. I don't know what's... So the funky errors and stuff come down to youth, right? Yeah, yeah. Other than Gary Sanchez pulling his head out of the box Dude, every time a ball comes in. I noticed in that. Face. I was like, you kidding me? He's turning his head when that ball comes in. What are you doing, man? You're an MLB catcher. You should not be t- pulling your head away from the ball. Oh, come my gosh. It's so stupid. But and, speaking of Gary Sanchez, can I can I put some blame on him real quick? Yeah, Besides that, so <laughs> yes. this is where this is where I think this series changed right here. Okay, this was in the the top of the eleventh inning in Houston in Game Two. Yeah. Okay. So there was that phantom foul ball and that what was it a two two pitch? Yeah. You know that that breaking ball that bounced in the dirt and he claimed that he fouled it off. Umpire believed him. Yep. And then he had one more pitch and he ended up striking out. He should have just run. Yeah. Because that ball skipped away from uh, it's Robinson Chirinos Chirinos Chirinos. Yeah. It skipped away from the catcher. He yep. probably could have made it. Well, and then here's the it thing about been Gary, bases loaded though. for Urshela. Yeah, here's I know he doesn't run well. He's a catcher. Well, not just does it, he doesn't run well. It's in his head. He doesn't want to run well. It's true. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, he's. I was I was watching the game the other day and they were saying Gary Sanchez always just feels like he's one pitch away from a home run. And yeah. I think that's his mentality. That is. Give me one more pitch and I'll hit it over the fence. No, dude, you just need base runners at this point. That's right. They need oh. to like beat that out of him that when you take the when you have an opportunity to get on base, you take it. Yeah. Well, cuz he had to have known he didn't hit that ball. He had to have known. You feel it. Totally. Especially and at so the end funny. of the bat like that. So Susan when he did hit the home run in was it game 4? Mm-hmm. Game three, I don't remember. I think it was game I don't four. Know. I don't remember for sure. It was early in the game, and he had a home run. And Gary's been getting a lot of flack from everywhere. And well, he's batting under 100. It's terrible. And Aaron Boone is getting a lot of steam on it, too, because why are you keeping Gary in, right? Because yeah. Austin Romine, the backup catcher, plays small ball effectively. Anyway, he's a better catcher. And he's I think he's a better catcher. So Susan Waldman says... She's the again. She's the color announcer on the play-by-play radio. She says he hits a home run, and she says, "And that's why you don't take him out of the lineup. That's why it's never been a question as to whether or not he plays." And I'm like, "What? Yeah. Whoa!" So everyone's drinking the Kool Aid on Gary. Everybody, and they have been for years. I know it sucks, but he's he's a defensive liability. I mean, he he's minus defensively, especially if you've got Romine out there. Yep. And if his bat if his bat's not clicking, I mean he's boom or bust right now. Yeah. And if you need base runners, you need runs. It's time to put in Austin Romine. I agree. Yep. That, you know maybe bring in Sanchez at the end of the game for for a, a little DH. bit of offensive boost if it's a yeah as as a DH if you need some offense totally. Um or um I don't know like if you're in a situation where you don't feel like you're going to need necessarily the defensive replacement where he's serviceable enough in a late game situation which. You know, they're keeping him in. Why not just make that switch offensively and then yeah. deal with him defensively? Yes. Um, I don't I don't know why Romine's not getting a chance here. Me neither. Because it he could definitely he could lead that offense. Yep. As far as as far as I don't know, managing I don't the game. example, but yeah, manage manage the offense a little bit more. Yeah. Yep. So it doesn't make any sense to me. I've I've 
not ever really been a big fan of Gary Sanchez, and you know that. Yeah, for sure. But but this is know, it, abysmal. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like that was the turning point in the series right there. Mm-hmm. That they that he didn't take that opportunity to get on base, and then you know Carlos Correa goes and hits that awesome walk off. Oh man! As much as I don't like that guy, holy smokes! Yeah, that was killer. You know who's becoming more and more one of my favorite players, and I'm noticing this series hmm. is Bregman. Alex oh, Bregman, dude, I love this guy. He's really, really good. Like, he's probably going to win MVP. I looked at the number breakdown between him and Trout the other day. I was like, oh, dang. Yeah. Like, Bregman's the MVP. He is phenomenal, and I love how intense he is and how... Yeah. Yeah, it's like DJ LeMahieu. I feel like they're very similar players, except Alex Bregman will get in your face. <laughs> yeah. Like he's not afraid of anybody. No, and you can tell he does not care, and he is fierce, and I love it. Yeah, you know who I've actually gotten to like a lot this series, um, and kind of over the last couple of years a little bit, is George Springer. Yeah, really. That guy. So he is like sneaky big. By the way, did you know this? No. He is six foot three. Whoa. Yeah, I had no idea. He's like the same size as Ken Griffey Jr., who no always way. seemed like like this towering beast right you know because he was so long yeah and springer's not necessarily long but he's a big dude yeah interesting and he's fun to watch he's he's great defensively um and he's you can pretty much always count on him hitting a home run when they need it and do do you know why that is do you know why he's such a good hitter why and it it like flipped like a couple years i think it flipped the year they won the world series um he uses what he uses what's called an axe bat oh yeah for sure yeah, you, you look at all the guys who are not, like, huge, but are hitting, like, Mookie Betts, Yeah, for Mookie example. Betts is one. Yeah, for He's, sure. He had, a, he had kind of a turn with it offensively a couple years ago. And it's, I think it's because he started using that axe bat. Some guys hate it. But some guys find their home, they find their happy place with it. Yeah. And I think it's because of that ergonomic design. It's, it's crazy. I remember reading about that a couple years ago. I was like, this thing is amazing. No, it's amazing. Have you ever swung one? I haven't. I've been wanting to. I have, and it's different. Yeah, it's, yeah. I'm sure it's. I'm it sure it's feels, very different. It feels awesome until your hands turn over, and then it feels mm, weird. Mm-hmm. But by then, you make contact anyway. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're hopefully not rolling your wrist when you make contact. But right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, up until that point, through, with, with all of your, yeah, almost the whole swing at, when it matters, you know, feels awesome. Yeah. So, on that note, um, I think the Astros are still going to take this series. I don't think that it's – I don't think the Yankees are going to be able to come back. I mean, maybe if they put in Austin Romine and make a make a little bit of a switch offensively, possibly. Maybe. But I'm just going to assume that the, uh, the Astros are going to take this one. Okay, so let's say if the Astros win, which I agree is a significant advantage at this point, I don't. I'm not going to acquiesce. Um, I'm not going to let you have this, Brad. I still think it's not over, and they could come back. But in the event that they possible, not probable. Listen, we've seen crazier things happen. It's true. So in the event that they do lose the Yankees, um, mm-hmm. how do you see the the World Series going between the Nationals and the Astros? Hmm. I think the Astros are going to win. I mean, I've said all along that I think the the World Series champion is going to come out of the AL. Yeah. But on the other hand, like we said, these teams are pretty much mirror images of each other right now. Yeah, they are. Uh, I could see, I could see the Nats winning. I mean, they're going to push them because who wins in a matchup with Scherzer and Verlander? Who wins in a matchup with Strasburg and Cole? Well, I don't know, man. Uh, that's well, that's a coin toss. Annabelle Sanchez and Zach Greinke. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably take Sanchez, but the way the Granky pitched the other night, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. So you've got you got two teams with three amazing pitchers. <laughs> well, I, mean, I hope you like pitching <laughs> and, and defense. Bullpen, yeah, with bullpen weaknesses, right? Both, Both of teams them, yeah. Have yeah, weak bullpens and, and explosive offenses. And you know, because of that, how I, you know these guys throw strikes. You know, we, we've talked about how. Verlander has explosive stuff, but he kind of misses bats, right? 
kind yeah, of throws away yeah. from bats. But Garrett Cole throws through and generates uh, swings and misses. And Scherzer and Strasburg are the same way. Yes. Those guys generate swings and misses. So And Granky's a ground ball thrower. Yes, he is. And he'll yeah, he'll drop it down to like sixty miles an hour sometimes. So <laughs> yeah, he's, it's so funny. Yeah, he's something and else. And so does Anabel Sanchez. He's got yeah. that butterfly pitch uh-huh. that fl- that just floats in there at sixty four or whatever it is. Yeah, he does. Yeah. So and you're like, it looks like the pitch from Rookie of the Year when he underhand <laughs> floats it. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it looks like. And dudes are staring there. I was staring at it like, what the crap is that? And Everybody looks like potato, licking their yeah. chops, and they swing and miss. It's so funny, man. <laughs> but I was going to say, what we could end up seeing a lot of in the World Series with these two teams is guys taking pitches, working the counts, yeah. um, trying to get those pitch counts up to get to the bullpen. Yep. Because that's what, that's what you're going to have to do. That's, how, that's what you're going to have to do to win the game. Of course, that's what we said about Yankees and Strohs. But the Yankees aren't aren't working counts. It's not working. They're letting they're letting those starters get late in the game, and that's been one of their big problems. Yep. Except they did jump on Verlander, which surprised me. So. Yeah. No. Last night was great. It worked out. Yeah. No, I, I don't see. Honestly, I don't see anybody beating the Astros. Their, their offensive firepower, is such that I mean it's like it's historic. I was reading an article that they were historic the second half of the season. That the story was about the yeah. pitching, but the numbers they were putting up offensively were just out of this world. Yeah. No pun intended with the Astros. Astronomical, would you say? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, okay, so let's just plug this. If the Yankees face the Nats, how do you see that series going? Do you think that would be a better series? I think the Nats would run them out of the ballpark. Whoa. With what we've seen with pitching in this series. Yeah. I Because I think that Strasburg is better than Verlander right now. At least pitching better than him right now. Well, he was. Now it's days and days later. Yeah, that's true. But that are, I mean, he's going to be fully rested. Sometimes I don't, that I mean, goes sure against you. I'm sure he's throwing bullpens, though. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Because I was listening to, um, I know I reference David Sampson a lot, but he gives he gives a lot of good stuff. He has a new podcast called, um, I think it's called It's, it's Nothing Personal with David Sampson. Mm-hmm. It's a good listen. Um, that guy it has, like, no filter. He's willing to give you everything behind the scenes, and it's yeah awesome. It's a, it's a good listen. But one of the things he was saying when, when the Marlins made the World Series in 03, they had a long layoff. He's like, what those teams are doing is they're trying to let those players rest, but also do yeah. things to keep that adrenaline up. So they're doing light workouts, but they're, you know, to, to keep things moving, but they're also still trying to, like, balance the rest. And so I'm sure that's what the Nats are doing right now. I'm sure Strasburg and Scherzer and, and Sanchez are throwing bullpens to keep those arms fresh and, and loose. And so I, I think they're um, just going to come in. They're going to be fine. So... I'm not worried if about it. If the at all. Yankees play the Nats in the World Series, I also think the Nats could win. Oh, see, I can't even bring myself to be objective. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> um, I do think I it would you. be a grueling series. And and it would probably go 6 games. I think yeah. And see, I would, I think the Nats would take it in five. Oh, Jesus, Brad. Honestly. And I, but I think the Astros and the Nats are going to go seven. Yeah, I do too. Because that's so balanced. That's going to be a good World Series. Yeah, I do too. I think it would go seven. I could see it happening in six, but I, I think it'll go seven. Yeah. I, I mean, the Astros have, the Astros have home field advantage, but it's cold in D.C., yeah, it, it is, is so cold in DC. But they're so used it, to that because of playing in New York. Yeah, yeah. But I was gonna, I was gonna say that that's why it's definitely gonna come down to pitching in those three games because those bats are gonna be so cold. Yeah, the bats and the balls are gonna be cold, and it's not gonna be flying. Which can we just? I don't remember if we talked about this last week or not. But can we talk for just a second about this whole thing with different baseballs in the postseason? 
We didn't talk about it last time, but we can. Okay, I didn't think so. I just it's just been such a hot topic this week that it's driving me crazy. That yeah. we talked about this in August, didn't we? Yeah. Do you want to put your the offense back on? <laughs> yeah. Let me get my twenty four hat. Okay. It, okay, it's on. <laughs> I'll leave mine off. I Actually, I don't know that it is a ten foot hat thing. I mean, I'll, I'll take it off. Hold on. <laughs> it's not a ten foot hat thing. It's it's a weather thing. <laughs> right. Yes. It the, is. We talked about how the weather cools down, and so do the bats, and so do the balls. So you're you're not going to see home runs at the same rate you saw during the postseason. Can we just right. revisit that for a second? Yeah. The I balls mean, granted, maybe I do need to put it on for this next spot. Yeah, I'll put it back on for a second. <laughs> are we are we blaming global warming for the uptick in home runs? <laughs> Careful. Careful. That hottest summer on record. Also the most home runs we've ever seen in in the world. So I don't know. It it's not juice baseballs, it's hot baseballs. That's all it is. It's warm. Hot baseballs, hot bats. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put yep. this away. I'll put this away for now. All right. I'm yeah. going to hold on to it for another time just in case we need it, though. That European teenager will come after you, Greta or whatever her name is. Hey, I'm on her side. I believe in I believe in climate change. There you go. Yeah, and, and it's it's causing home runs, so whatever. It, it, yeah, it probably <laughs> is. <laughs> but it's also pitching. I mean, we've talked so much about pitching the last two weeks. that That's another reason guys aren't hitting home runs, right? Yeah, that's right. And that's why... It, it's going to take small ball to win the World Series, just like it does every year. It's pitching and small ball wins the World Series, and that's what we're going to yep. see. That's what's going to happen uh, between the Nats and the Astros because the Yankees that's are right. going to lose. The, I, seriously, the Astros play such professional offense. Yes, they do. And it's it's crazy to watch to them. It. They go, they're so much better than everyone else. They get on base, they're stealing bases, they're advancing the runners, they sack fly, they'll drop mm-hmm. a bunt if they have to. Um they beat the shift. They are really excellent and it's just what it's professional hitting. So and, you know, I don't know why I don't know why other teams haven't tried to copy what they're doing as far as yeah, we use long, launch angle to try to get guys on base, but once they're on base, we move them around. That's right. Because they haven't gone away from that. They never did. No, no, totally. And you know, that's why they can so hit good. the long ball when they need to, but they also do the small things they need to do. And I don't know why the rest of the league isn't like, oh, these guys have won. They won a World Series two years ago. They lost in the ALCS last year to the World Series champions, and they're probably going to win another World Series this year. Yeah. Maybe we should combine the two. <laughs> yeah. You know, not rely so much on the long ball because they don't. Yeah, like I said, they can hit it for sure. I mean, we saw totally. Correa kill that ball in extra yeah. innings in game two. Killed it. And then Springer has been known to just, you know, Springer dinger. And Bregman yeah, well, can hit home runs because he hit 40-plus this year. Altuve but they're not relying the on crap it. out of him. Yeah. Altuve does hit the crap out of the ball, but he's got so much leverage with that long bat that he uses. Yeah, it's as big as he is. It's just about. Yeah. But, but I'm no, telling like, you, that's the, that's yeah. the silver bullet. Or the, uh, yeah, that's the silver bullet. That's That's what they're... Like their pitching is excellent, but it's being backed up by fundamental professional offense, and it's mm-hmm. it's it's incremental, and it's it's just small ball, man. That's that's what we've been saying. Contact hitters move the base mm-hmm. runners. Yeah, well, it's not just contact hitters. It's guys who, like you said, professional hitting. It's guys who have power but really know how to hit. Yeah, they have a good they approach. Put the ball where they need it to go. Yeah, they hit it yeah. where they ain't. Yep. Oh, it's bad. It's been yeah. so hard to watch because the Yankees have a couple of guys that can do that too, but not all of them. Just a couple. Yeah. Right. Yeah. DJ is the prime example. Mm-hmm. Didi Gregorius is another example. He can put it where he wants it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be yeah. interesting to see. I'm not gonna. I won't call no joy yet. But yeah. I might tomorrow <laughs> night or tonight maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, but no, I, I think if the Astros win again this year, we're gonna see a correction to the mean within the next two years. Where oh, teams yeah. are not, where teams aren't built like the Yankees or the, or the Twins, you know. Yep. Where it's the money comes from starting pitchers. Yeah. Um. And you've got a balanced offense that has the potential for power, but knows how to play small ball. 
Yep. And then if you've got a serv- serviceable serviceable bullpen and a solid closer. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You gotta have a, a solid. You gotta closer. have a lights out. Well, closer. even then though, even then though, I don't know that the Astros have an out lights out closer. You don't think Osuna He's, is a lights out closer? I don't see him as one of those guys where he comes in the game is over because the game's already over in the eighth inning. Oh uh, yeah, okay, okay. That he's yeah. that he's kind of like coming Chapman. in. Yeah, he's yeah he's not like Chapman who, let's be honest, isn't who he used to be. Yeah, let's yeah. But I, I got more. Chapman just doesn't strike the fear that he used to in guys. Yeah, his velocity's down a little bit, and he's he's been a little wild too. He threw a hundred last night. Yeah, but he's not throwing 103 anymore. Yeah, well. Can I say something about Chapman real quick? Sure. Is there anybody who's been as fit as Chapman is who looks as fat as he does in a mock turtleneck? (laughs) No. I don't think (laughs) so. It's not a flattering look on him. (laughs) He comes out and he's looking kind of like CeCe Sabathia. Yeah, he doesn't doesn't flatter him. You're right. It's uh, like 100 degrees. He's still wearing that mock turtleneck and he looks chubby. Oh, yeah. He always is. Well, and he leaks like Shaq, you know. Oh, dude, that dude sweats and that dude like, leaks a sieve. like a faucet, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you'd think bad. he just got out of the shower before he came out of the bullpen. Seriously, Holy smokes, it's yeah. so true. Yeah, the other day I was watching. And I was like, "Is it raining in New York?" <laughs> no, no, it's Chapman. <laughs> Not tonight. Not tonight. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, I know that. I just, I just, I've noticed that recently that 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 mock turtleneck is not a good look on him. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's not. <laughs> Anywho, baseball family, let us know what you think about the World Series. Um, when this comes out, the World Series teams are going to be set. So, um, but you can still share us share with us your thoughts about the the ALCS, NLCS, um, the NLCS. I know we only spent a couple minutes on it, but that was pretty much a drubbing, and yeah, it really uh, was. They got routed so hard. If you're a Cardinals fan, let us know what you think, what you thought about it. Is are you kind of bleak for the future as far as postseason? Um, I mean, I know that I said before that the, that the Cardinals are just one of those teams that are always yeah, there, they're not going right? away. Yeah. They're always contending, so they're going to be back next year. Um, but share with us your thoughts on the World Series. Who you think is going to win? What are you going to see? Um, do you think there's going to be a breakout player? Um, I think it's going to just come down to the Astros' core guys. Honestly, it's going to be Bregman. Altuve, Correa, and Springer, which that's half the batting order. It's going to come down to the Astros' core 25. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much that's what's going to happen because I think there's going to be kind of a stalemate with pitching, and they're going to have to. Yeah, it'll be be about bats. They're going to come through late because that's what they do. I agree. Well, don't forget to jump on the shop, and it's shop.9plusus.com. You can get some sweet baseball T-shirts and hats mm-hmm. and, yeah, with team's colors, too, which is so cool. Yeah, it is. It is cool. Um, do we have an update on the uh, on the giveaway? Not yet. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll post that on, on Facebook this week since it's going to be the last week, pretty much the last Good week of the call. season. So. So watch for that. Watch for an update on the on the contest we've yeah. been doing. And don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, review. Let us know how we're doing. Um, you can submit to the mailbag. There's a link on the Facebook and, group to the page. And on BaseballTogether.com. And on BaseballTogether.com. Exactly right. And Baseball Family, it's been a lot of fun watching the postseason, talking about it with you guys. And we will catch you next week. Mm-hmm.